Adonai. The 21st of Tammuz, corresponding to the letter Sadi. The Sefer Otiot brings down Sadi is the first letter in time. While other letters are first in the Aleph Bet or in grace or even in importance, the first letter the Holy One formed was Sadi. For Sadi is righteousness and deeds of giving are the very foundation of the world. Zedek, which is righteousness. To make room for others, or to make room for the other letters, Adonai Zavaot had to step back and remove himself in the way a father must restrain himself so that his little child will have room to grow. Side note, this is what we have to do for others. This is the verse that says, prefer one another over yourself. Stand by for source. This is from the letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. Give preference to one another in honor. One of the things that's super important as we embody the letter Sadi and establish it within creation with the help of Hashem is that we have to place others before our own self. That's not to be treated as a doormat. That's not to neglect your own personal care, your own personal value, but it is in the essence of affection like a family. When, a, when it says in Sefer Otiot that a father must restrain himself so that his little child will have room to grow. This is the overbearing. This is the, you're going to do it my way, and that's the only way. That's not what this means to, to say that you are the preferred one and someone else is not, or vice versa, someone else is preferred and you are not. There's no overbearing in that situation, but there's also not any neglect of your own personal value. So in conclusion, we must give people room to grow. We must give people space for their own ideas, their own journey, their own development. And the same way that a father who has a child must give that child the opportunity to, to develop their own identity. And as we are in community, as we are experiencing brotherly love and affection towards one another with the help of Hashem, we must allow that same thing for each other. If we really zoom out and think about it, think about the journey that it took for you to get to where you are. Think about all the mistakes. Think about all the oversight. Think about all of the embarrassing moments. 
other people will go through those same things and you have to allow people to go through those same things without you adding to the shame without you adding to the embarrassment instead may it be so that we come alongside each other and support each other be compassionate people back to Sephirotiot this is Zim Zoom which is self withdrawal making yourself small so that another can grow May Hakadosh Baruchu help us to give preference to one another in honor. From the Parsha Numanics, back in Parsha Korak, this is from Rabbi Raskin Shlita. It says, Sadi means my side. Brought down from Sefer Hasikot 5751, Volume 1 page 403 through 411 it says this signifies that there are two sides a good side and a bad side in Parshar Korach there was Moshe's side versus Korach's side certainly God's side and the other side God pleads with us please choose my side the side of Moshe the good side Again, back to Devarim chapter 30, which by the way, Devarim chapter 30 would basically be the chapter of Teshuva, the quintessential teaching, the quintessential principle of what it means to make Teshuva would be found in Devarim chapter 30. So HaKadosh Baruchu sets before us life and death. May we all choose life. From the letters of light, the gematria of the letter Sadi. The numerical equivalent of the letter Sadi is 90. 90 is the same gematria as Melek, and it's also the same gematria as Maim, which is water. Which is why there is a source that brings down that a king must be anointed next to a river. Stand by for source. The source is found in Horayot 12a, Tractate of Talmud. Brings down a Gemara that says the rabbis taught in a Bereta. We anoint kings only by a spring, so as to symbolize that their monarchy will endure. Footnote brings down a spring issues from underground in an endless flow and is therefore a reliable source of water. In contrast, rivers tend to be unfaithful for they dry up in summer and conceal their water under ice and snow in winter. Hence, anointing a king by a spring is a propitious practice a siman tov and not a divination for it will inspire the new monarch to rule his people faithfully this is cited by mary in eov job 6 15 
Alternatively, we understand from Horayot 11b that only kings from the house of David were anointed. And that occurred only when their ascension was disputed. Therefore, we anoint these Davidic kings at a spring as a portent that their reigns will endure like a spring and not be truncated by controversy and strife. A Kohen Gadol, however, is not anointed by a spring, for he requires anointment even when he succeeds his father and even in the absence of a dispute. Cited by the Maharsha. The tractate goes on to say, for it is stated in King David's command to anoint Shlomo as his successor. The king said to them, Take with you your master's servants, etc., and take him, Shlomo, down to the Gihon. From here we see that kings are anointed at a spring. Continuing on with the gematria of the letter Sadi, it says in the ethics of our fathers, Pirkei Avot 522, according to Rashi's commentary on the Mishnah, it says when one reaches the age of 90, one is bent over, which is Lashuak. On a physical level, this means that at 90, a man is infirm and bowed with weakness. On a spiritual plane, it represents the concept of humility. When one reaches 90, he has become so spiritual and humble that he bends over for God. He is no longer an independent character, but an extension of God himself. He is no longer an independent character, but an extension of God himself. This is why when we understand that Mashiach Yeshua is called the right arm of God, which by the way, according to Eli, or Yeshiyahu Hanavi, the prophet Isaiah, that God's arm is mighty to save. It is an outstretched arm. Understanding the Mashiach as an extension of Hashem is very crucial. And it means that he is not independent of Hashem. But it says an extension of Hashem himself. This is why we read passages that Mashiach says of himself as he testifies. Specifically, we'll start in Yochanan chapter 5 and we'll look at verse 19. It says, Yeshua replied, Amen, Amen, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself unless he sees the Father doing it. For whatever the Father does, the Son also does. Selah. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hashem, Elohei Yisrael, the God of Israel, what does he do? What did he do and what will he do? We say this in the Birkat Hamazon. He has done good for us. He does good for us and he will do good for us. 
And what is good? It is called the Torah. It is called the law of God. It is called the word of God. This is why the Messiah would say, why do you call me good? Many people that profess belief and faith and allegiance and devotion to the Mashiach negate the good that is constantly done, that has been done, and will forever be done. May we not negate good. Verse 20 of chapter 5 of the writing of Yochanan, John, it says, The Father loves the Son and shows him all he does and to your amazement he will give he will show him even greater works than these for just as the father raises the dead and gives them life so also the son gives life to whom he wishes Suka 52a brings down stand by He, the Messiah, descendant of David, will say to him, Master of the world, I ask you for nothing but life itself. God will answer him, Before you said it, your father David already prophesied about it, and his prayer that you should live has already been granted. He asked of you life, and you already you have already granted it to him. This is from... Tehillim 21.5, Psalms 21.5, it says the Mashiach asked life of you and you already granted it to him long before his birth. Cited by the Aruch La Nair. So it's important to know that why is there life found in the Mashiach? Why is there life found in the Torah? It was given to him by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, even before the beginning of the world. And concluding our reading of the account of Yochanan, verse 26 says, For as the Father has life in himself, so also he has granted to the Son to have life in himself. This is the teaching of the Sadi, that he is an extension of, of God himself and is not independent and he is spiritual and humble that he bends over for Hashem and it says at the age of 90 back to the letters of light one has achieved a heightened level of, of prayer he has the ability to feel a direct connection to God when he prays additionally it is explained in the Midrash Shamuel that the word Lashuak means to pray constantly. That connection is the foundation of a Zadik. A Zadik exists not for his own benefit, but to serve as an offshoot of God. We go to Zadikim to pray on our behalf because we know that the prayers of a Zadik will be answered. Even though one prays directly to God, One's prayers can sometimes be rejected due to one's sins and ego. But the prayers of a Zadik, which are refined and untainted, can pierce through all the heavenly gates. 
And just a little extra drop on the letter Saudi from Letters of Light. It says, God puts Zadikim in this world to testify to the fact that he exists. This is from Sefer HaIkarim, Book 3, Chapter 8 and Chapter 12. And it says, By virtue of our connection to these righteous people and our belief in them, we are provided with a channel to connect with God. And from the wisdom of the Hebrew alphabet, speaking on the letter Sadi, it says this. The Zadik is the light of the world. God saw that the light was good. Bereshit 1.4 The light that God found to be good was the deeds of the Zadikim. Yalkut Eliezer. So Selah, because what this is saying is when Hashem said, let there be light, and he called the light good, at the beginning of creation, there were already placed before Hashem the deeds of the Zadikim. Before the creation of man, the deeds of men who would attain righteousness, who would walk in the ways of Hashem, that was already present in creation when Hashem said, let there be light. Selah. This is also alluded by the gematria of the, of the words, which equal 259, which says, Ha'or Kitov, the light, for it is good, which equals Hazadikim. This is from Metzaref Dahava. The Zadikim illuminates the world by bringing the Shekinah down to dwell among men. Shir Hashirim Rabbah 5.1 And if you recall about the Zadikim being the light that shows forth into creation. Remember that the Mashiach says this in Matityahu 5.14 that you are the light of, a wor of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. And cross-reference that with Yochanan 8.12 where Yeshua says I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. Again, Hakadosh Parukuz said in Bereshit chapter 1, Let there be light. And the light pierced through the darkness and brought light into the world. And this is called the ways of the Zadikim. Literally, or kot zadikim is the phrase, the way of the righteous, or the path of the righteous. Also, in Mishle, Proverbs 4.18, it says, The path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining brighter and brighter until midday. 
there is a source that brings down that redemption happens like sunrise. And this is connected to Shemshon, Samson, who is from the tribe of Dan. Shemshon is uh, connected to the word Shemesh, which is the word for sun. And when Yaakov and Bereshit 49 was speaking blessings over each of his children, over Dan, he says, for your salvation, do I wait and do I yearn? And this is because Yaakov saw through Dan the Mashiach. But it was the beginning of the redemption. So, Sanhedrin 98a says, the redemption will still come in due time through a natural process. And it goes on to say, in Barakot 1.1, such is the redemption of Israel at first, little by little, but as it progresses, it grows greater and greater. Mishlei 4.18 says, The Orak Zadikin, the path of the righteous, Keor Noga, is like the light, is like the glow of sunlight. Halok Vaor, Ad Nakon Hayom, growing brighter until high noon says sunlight is a metaphor for Torah scholars. Sunlight is a metaphor for Torah scholars whose growth in Torah is continuous like the day that grows brighter from dawn till noon. This is from the Medzudot. The sages in Bereshit Rabbah 66.4 teach that the righteous suffer in this world but enjoy tranquility in the next. The righteous suffer in this world, but enjoy tranquility in the next. The righteous traverse an orak, which is a narrow shaded path. And yes, Mashiach Yeshua says, narrow is the path and few find it. This is the meaning of the word orak. As speaking in our verse, Proverbs 4.18, it says that ultimately becomes a broad, sunny highway, like the dimness of dawn that becomes the brightness of noon. Cited by the Al-Sheikh, the Torah is like the sun. Its light is always available, but it is up to the person to choose whether he wishes to be exposed to it. Cited by the Baal Shem Tov. HaKadosh Baruchu, may the letter Sadi be manifest in this world, and may you bring about the revelation of the final redemption, Mashiach ben David, and the building of the Beit HaMikdash. Baruch Haba B'Shem Adonai.